0: This is ENC plus three and you're listening to the Cash Recorder Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Cashers Corner podcast. We're your host, Zor, River, and Slippery. And uh, this month we have a special guest from PhD Coins, uh, ENC Plus Three. You want to say howdy? Hello. So, uh, welcome to the uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So, um, so it's been a month since our, our last podcast. It's been a uh, been a quiet little time. Lots of things going on outside of actual geocaching but
2: yeah we've been busy online <laughs> building stuff more so than out
1: caching lately yeah yeah lots of uh, lots of stuff going on recently um big thing to, this is episode 20 of Casher's Corner so this is our uh, our 20th podcast wow we're not even rich yet yeah <laughs> I'm not raking in the money but uh that's okay it's uh, it's uh, kind of interesting to know that we've done that many yeah well, they're free. I guess that's why. <laughs> yeah, so true. Um, the second point on our uh, little news bulletin stuff here is uh, the Maritime Mega. So Maritime Mega Two, their website went live. Yep. So that went live what a week or so. The ninth. The ninth. Okay, so on have you seen it yet, Chuck?
0: Yeah, I've had a chance to look around.
2: Are you registered?
0: Are you registered yet? Uh, no, I haven't registered. Uh, i have
2: liked it. We're expecting most people will probably register next spring when I have their dates
1: or you know holidays or whatever confirmed. Yeah. So. Uh, so that was really good. We yeah. we we, we, uh, we had quite a hand in putting that together because uh, Cash Up New Brunswick is a sponsor of the Maritime Mega, so we uh, we're providing the hosting services and uh, we're providing the data services. So we. Got a whole bunch of code and things put together. Ken spent a lot of time getting the site set up the way we wanted it to, or they wanted it to, the Maritime Mega Committee. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we were really excited about getting it finally out the door.
2: What amazed me was uh, a website built via committee from people from two different communities, and it went off without a hitch. There was no issues. Everything, Everybody was really good. So I was amazed that it worked and it came out as well as it did.
1: Yeah, especially given the fact that with... Things like PayPal integration and all that kind of stuff. You know, there's there's lots mm-hmm. of room for failure. Um, but uh, you know, big kudos to Evil C. He did a lot of the uh, he did a lot of the, the coding for the shopping cart system. So uh, big props to you, Chris. Big thanks. Um, so that's a uh, that's a pretty big thing. So if you haven't heard of the Maritime Mega, you can go to maritimemega.com. Um, it's for Maritime Mega Two: Cashing the Capital, and that's happening July twentieth. July twentieth in Frederick. Yes. So. Make sure, uh, if you haven't been to Omega, there's your chance. It'll be one that's close here in New Brunswick. Yeah, We went to the last one for about, what, 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> we went down, we bought our coins, and uh, we looked around, and
1: then we left. We signed the logbook and left. <laughs> were you with that one, Chuck?
0: Uh, yeah, I was one of the uh, hosts of it. Oh, uh, were along you? Along with uh, Dragonflies and uh, Canuck Thistles. I was part of the committee for that one.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, well, that committee I, helped us. the web.
0: Uh, hosting for that one. Oh, did you really okay cool. oh, i know exactly what you're talking about going <laughs> through uh,
1: this one yeah yeah it's 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 funny because people don't you know a website's a website and you know it seems that there's lots of people putting up websites but like oh well that's easy i can just do this this and that and it's it's not quite that simple there's things you can do that are very easy and then when you start getting into the little things that's when uh, the time gets eaten away very very quickly <laughs>
0: Yeah, and getting a database in the background working sp- seamlessly is, uh, can be pretty nerve-wracking at times.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: I, I, I feel your pain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I
0: know we had some issues with our website and lost a couple of registrations and had to scramble the day of the event because of it. Oh, really? Yeah, so I hope everything goes smoothly for you guys. Sounds like you've got everything under control, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, we, we've had a couple of minor little things that have popped up and we had a we had a big piece we really wanted to launch with it uh, which we had to delay um, not because of our own issues but actually because of ground speak Um, but that's actually part of the news of uh, something that's coming up a little bit later so I'll talk about that afterwards Um, but uh, outside of the Mega um, Milo's Heart from Fredericton announced that uh, her and Terry so it's Gwen and Terry they're Milo's Heart they are launching a geocaching store that's going to be a reseller uh, for land sharks on this end of the country so they're going to be reselling land shark stuff as well as their own things and uh, kind of see where that progresses to so they started off really as, just as a, a Facebook store uh, like a Facebook group and they're going to kind of move forward from that so they're
2: uh, well they're not uh, sticking with Landsharks that's the yeah. first one to launch but yeah. they're hoping to uh, get other companies involved and, and maybe it will be like a reseller for them as well. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe PhD coins, you know, right?
0: <laughs> well, I've had uh, one email from them, um, and uh, don't know where it's going from there. But uh, they've been in contact, so that's... we'll see what what goes on in the future. Yeah, I,
2: I can tell you now they're great people, and you won't go wrong with them. That's for sure.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Really, really good. Uh, really, really good uh, couple to work with. Um, and as part of that, um, so we can officially announce that I put the page up today, but I didn't say anything about it, um, but Cash Emporium will become the official store for Cash Up New Brunswick. Um, so me and Ken had been talking a little bit about getting some stuff made, uh, just different swag, maybe shirts and coins and lanyards and stickers and a bunch of other stuff that we're thinking about putting together. Um, it's stuff that we're thinking about for 2013. So... We're really gonna basically we'll have it available, but if you wanted to purchase it online, um, Cash Emporium is really going to be the place to go to purchase that stuff for us. It saves us from having to manage a store. Know, yeah, manage a store. You know, Gwen and Terry are taking care of that. They're doing that now, so why not just make them? Well,
2: we're probably going to help them build it, <laughs> and then they'll run it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so that's that's kind of a little bit of a mini announcement for C O N B is that, yeah, Cash Emporium will be our official partner as a, a store to handle that kind of stuff. So looking forward to uh, to seeing where that goes. Um next on the list, this is a big one. Yeah. This is pretty uh, pretty exciting for us. I got to tell you I was pretty I was pretty psyched to actually have this happen. Um we are giving away a Magellan Explorist GC GPS. Um, Magellan actually contacted us. We got an email uh, from them and they Somehow they had heard of Cash Up New Brunswick, and I actually called them. It's a PR agency in California that deals with their handling of their giveaways, and uh, you know to make sure it wasn't some kind of scam or something because you never know. And sure enough, she's like, "Yep, yeah, you're on the list. What do you what do you got for us?" So they uh, they sent us a GPS, and we're going to do a uh, we're going to do a big giveaway. We've had over seventy people enter. There's got to be 80 now. Well, I know there's 85 comments, but there's some duplicates. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's 85 comments, and we've... We there's been some duplicates and conversations, yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah, because all you have to do, basically, you have to be a geocaching.com user. Like, you have to have a geocaching account, and you have to post a comment on the contest page on, uh, on Cache of New Brunswick. So you have to register and, and post a comment, and that's all you got to do. We're going to do an event. You want to talk a little bit about the event, Ken? December 8th. In Riverview, at
2: the uh, Dobson Arena, we got the upper mezzanine level, which is fairly big. And it's uh, bring a bring-a-dessert kind of thing, so everybody can have a snack and, and have some cookies and stuff. And then we're going to do a, a contest, or a little game, to pick the winner. We might as well tell them what the game's going to be. go ahead. Um, we didn't want to pick a name out of a hat, because that's just too uh, too boring. And we wanted a way to make it completely random and remove any doubt as to who won it. So we are going to take a balloon and put everybody who enters name inside the balloon on a piece of paper, attach the balloon to a board and we're going to, everyone's going to get a chance to throw darts and the last balloon left not popped is the winner. So that removes all the uh, all the chances of anybody picking themselves or stuff like that. So this should be fun and everybody gets involved. Whoever wants to throw a dart can throw a dart.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a neat idea. It's a, it's, a, it's a different way of doing things. You know, you'll have the 70, 80, 90, however many balloons are on the board. Yep. And uh, everybody can have some fun. and, and That's only for the GPS. Yes, that's only you for You do the not
2: G- have to be there to win. But we also have a
1: couple other prizes. We have a Cash Up NB golf shirt. Yep, we have a G- Cash Up NB golf shirt that we're going to give away. And a $40 gift certificate to Cash Emporium, who will have a table there. So they're actually yeah. going to have a table at the event with the stuff. So if you have to come to the event to get the Cash App NB shirt or the Cash Emporium yeah. uh, prize. So that's sort of the, you know, if you show up to the event, you can get one of those prizes. If, yeah. You know, but you don't have to be there to get the GPS. And if
2: you win the $40 with Cash Emporium, they're going to have a
1: table full of goodies. You just might as well pick your $40 worth right there. Yeah. So that's... Kind of, I'll uh, wrap it up nice and uh, nice and good. But I'm quite impressed by the amount of people we've had registered for the contest. Like lots of uh, lots yeah, of. Yeah, I was expecting at least a hundred. We'll probably hit a hundred. Yeah, and there's been people not from Atlanta, Canada. There's been one from Ohio, or <laughs> there's a guy from I think Iowa that put yeah. his name in. There's a guy from uh, Saskatchewan, but they're actually members of Cash Up and They've joined. Oh, are they? Okay, well, they should. Well, they had to, everybody has to be, but yeah, because you have to register to be able to comment. Yeah, so that was uh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Jelen's
2: really stepped up their um, their game lately. I mean, they've come out with the two new, two or three new units, and uh, they've been giving a lot of stuff away online. Are they? Yeah, yeah I, I suppose you won, won yours. I won <laughs> mine via Twitter, and but uh, I follow them on Twitter and and Facebook, and they're constantly giving away the road ones, the car ones, mm. and the uh, outdoors ones. They got a hunt and fish one now that's just for hunting and fishing. <coughs> really? So, yeah, they're really stepping up their game and
1: getting trying to get back into it because they were they were out of it for a while. Yeah. So, uh, Chuck, where, where do you stand on the, uh, in the world of GPSs? Are you a Magellan or a Garmin guy?
0: Uh, I'm one of the outsiders. I use a Delorme.
1: Oh, how do you find that? I've never had the chance to use one.
0: I've uh, got to tell you, the learning curve was pretty steep. Uh, but now that I understand everything, uh, I, I really enjoy it. I find the accuracy pretty good. And the maps are fantastic. And uh, if you find something wrong, you can go on their website and edit the maps. Oh, really? And they'll make corrections in their next versions.
1: I didn't, uh, I had heard their maps were really, really good, but I, I've never known anybody who actually owned a DeLorme, so. I know there's a few down in Nova Scotia that
2: got them. I don't know anybody around here that does.
0: Cool. Yeah, when my old Garmin e-trex died, I uh, just shopped around for uh, everything I wanted, um, and it seemed to fit the bill. Now, it's not touchscreen. Everything is still buttons, and... I prefer that. Um that's kind of the way I am that's kind of what I like and uh, it's uh, worked out pretty good for a year now
1: cool are the uh, are the maps that you get for it are they uh, like auto-routable for driving or is it just more terrain maps
0: there is um, sort of an auto-route function but there's no voice or uh, I guess there is sort of a sound to warn you of an upcoming term but it's um, it's really more for outdoors rather than routing.
1: Yeah, like I, I on my I have a Garmin Oregon, and I, my maps will auto route, but there's no voice on. it. It is just the beep every time you get close to a turn, it beeps at you.
0: Yeah, and I have found that um, the AI for the routing is is not the best.
1: Oh, okay. So you mm-hmm. might dr- drive into a lake or something. <laughs> Maybe Apple. Right, it's it. not
0: it's not <laughs> quite that bad, but it'll have you drive. Uh, two exits in one direction, go through the cloverleaf and then come back. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Rather than taking, you know, the left turn off of an exit.
1: Yeah, I've had my, I've had my Garmin here in Moncton when my, I got a a Garmin newbie for my wife and she's leaving Moncton to go to Shediac. So she's going around the traffic circle in Dieppe and it had her, the GPS had her take the Crystal Palace exit and then take the on-ramp to the 15. So it had her come off the highway, just to get back on the highway. Just have to
2: cross the street, and get back on. Yeah, little, exactly. It's shorter.
1: <laughs> I'm like, what's with that, man? Come on. And she's like, she was scratching her head, like, what the hell is this thing doing? But anyway, you know, that's that's why you have a little bit of uh, common sense that you need to do when you're navigating. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so the last uh, the last two things are actually uh, kind of somewhat related. Uh, they're both about contests, and one of them we're gonna we're gonna talk to Chuck here about a little bit when we get down to our topics of the month. Um but the the first one was for New Brunswick. The uh come out and play contest was announced. It was actually delayed. This was supposed to come out on the uh, 18th of November. Yeah. Um but we had some issues with um with the reviewers. It was it was just I guess wording and concern about what we were doing with the contest. Um and so that was that was addressed. Um I won't get into the details. It's not necessary to to no. dig all that through the mud kind of thing. Uh, But needless to say, we got our launch events published. So I think there's five, Moncton, Fredericton, St. John, Shippigan, and Woodstock are all launching, come out and play on the weekend of December 1st. Uh, So I'm hosting the Moncton one. It will be at the uh, MIC Eatery in Dieppe, the old Don Cherries. And uh, yeah, there's...
2: there's December
1: 2nd is the date. Yes. Event,
2: yes. Except for the one up in Trackety. yeah, uh, Denny Land listed it on the first, and I guess yeah. he's just gonna leave it that
1: way. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, is fine. Yeah, I think when uh, when Gwen and Terry were talking, they said you know if you wanted to do it on Saturday, you could. Mm-hmm. But the real <coughs> launch date for that contest is the uh, is December second, which was Sunday. So you can still get all your collateral and all the materials and learn about the contest at the event, but you won't yeah. actually be able to join until. Uh, until Sunday, and that's all being hosted on our site again. Yes, Cash Up New Brunswick is the host. Uh, we are hoping uh, to get some uh, a little bit easier registration process and tracking for your claims. So you, when you register, you'll you have to have a Cash Up NB ID. So you'll have to actually log into the site now. Yeah, and I've seen the the beta code that Evil C's been working on, and basically you just you'll have a, There'll be a new widget. Yeah. It says come out and play and the tasks and things and says do you want to play and you say yes and then you have to agree to the terms and put in a little bit of info and then boom you're you're all set you can start submitting your claims so and
2: it keeps track of
1: them for you yeah sort of like your 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 store on on the, on the mega website yeah kind of like that yeah so yeah. There, there's a little bit more of a, a history it makes it much easier for Gwen and Terry because they're the ones yes. that score it and I can't imagine trying to use Excel to score that because I I have the sheet and it's yeah. You know, with over 100 players, that's crazy. So we're really hoping to try and make sure we have something to ease that for them. So. And the very last piece of news, and like I said, we're going to talk about this a little bit more, is uh, Chuck here is actually hosting a Atlantic Battle Cash contest. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that because you got a website and it uh, sounds like a really cool idea for, uh, for a contest. So uh, we're kind of excited to talk to you a little bit about that, Chuck.
0: Well,
1: glad to tell everybody about it. Cool. Um, so, recent events, caches, and stories. So, in the world of events in New Brunswick, it has been very tame. The last month was very quiet. Yeah, it was. We had, well, we always have breakfast. Yeah. That's pretty com- uh, common here. The only uh, event that I noticed uh, when I went back through the Cash App calendar was the Trackables Expo that, I, that Cash App hosted in, in Sussex. Sussex, yes. So we basically, I, uh, we went to the uh, Legion. We Got a room at the Legion, which, <laughs> incidentally, the same day, there was a, a tribute or benefit concert in the room beside us. So they had, like, fiddle music and people playing guitar and all kinds of things. And it was a huge crowd. It must have been a couple hundred people in that room. Lots and lots of noise. The parking lot was completely filled with cars. So if you happen to be a geocacher coming to this event and you showed up at the Legion, there's, like, nowhere to park on the main, in front of the Legion, oh, you had to really. park across the street, and everybody's like, wow, there's big attendance for this event, <laughs> and they come in and there was just a handful of geocachers at first. We had a pretty decent turnout, it was about 35 people I think came, Yeah, and uh yeah, a lot of interesting coins and, and people curious about trackables and stuff, I know uh, Old Eagle Eyes had his table of stuff that he was selling. Um, but uh, I get to see some cool stuff. KFD Canada has got a big folder of stuff. He had some pretty cool of tra- coins. Yeah, coins yeah. and tracles stuff I had never seen before. So that was pretty cool. I'm not that much of a <coughs> coin guy unless I actually earn it. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't buy coins for the sake of buying coins. I, they gotta mean something to me. Yeah, which so. uh, which Chuck doesn't really want to hear. He wants to sell <laughs> coins. <laughs> but you know, uh, well, coins are for my wife something said. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. My wife said that she's not a geocacher. She almost borderline hates it, <laughs> but she said if she was a geocacher, the coins would be what she wants to do. And I'm glad she's not. That's because she's she'd spend money on coins. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but anyway, what's what are the events like down in uh, your way? There some that are? I know the Boston Pizza one reoccurs. Is there anything else, Doug?
0: Um. Besides that... I haven't been to too many of the events. I know there's the Boston Pizza in Lower Sackville that goes on every uh, uh, first Wednesday. Um, there's a breakfast in Truro, I believe. Um, but I don't get too much out of Halifax, so I don't really get any of the uh, uh, heads up on the, the events in the area.
2: Yeah, I've been down to the Boston Pizza one. I was just happened to be down there for work, so I went and... Uh... I know half the people there already, and there's a couple that didn't realize I knew from outside of geocaching. which was kind of <laughs> neat. Oh,
0: that's cool. Yeah, I've, the only event... Yeah, well, you get a good turnout every month, and uh, there's usually one or two new people. Um, they either find out about it on the Facebook page or through uh, uh, you know, just the ACGA or the um, geocaching.com heads-ups. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't know if we scare them off, but there's occasionally a repeat.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I do know New Brunswick is event-heavy. Yeah. Compared to most other places.
1: Yeah, we're very event-heavy. I mean, you look at the listing now, you go to the latest in New Brunswick, and that page is 20 caches on the first page, and right now I think 15, 14 or 15 I've seen the whole
2: first front page just events. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but I know with like when you take the Cope contest, that's a big thing. Yeah. Like that's five events right there, plus the breakfast because there's usually four breakfasts every month. So yeah. that's nine events right there. So it adds up pretty quickly. So I went through the list of recent caches. Uh, so just fire off some names here. Some that I recognize, but a lot that I did not recognize, and some big names: uh, B, DJ Pulse, Hillbilly Bob, Sportsman. Um, Chatelaine and Globoff put out a series, Les Adventurers Charleau. I'm, sure, I'm assuming they're from up north, but I didn't quite look. Yeah, that sounds alright. <coughs> right. Um, but big, big series there. Hawkshaw River Rat had a big series of caches, and I saw uh, a few from Cable Guy and Z Martello, as always. We don't always get everybody in there, but, uh, that the was, those Cable are Cable some... Guy was
2: telling me he has a series that he's got out, ready to come out soon, but
1: they're not published yet. Okay, So another series, yeah. Oh, and I should mention, um... Just because it got posted today, Ranger One Hundred and Seventy oh, yes. has arranged a. Uh, he coordinated with with a special group. Um, go on, Cash Up New Brunswick, and look. You'll see the new GeoCoin Challenge. They they basically announced that you're going to be able to obtain a GeoCoin through this new program, and it's it's specifically for. Um, let me see here, the One Hundred Fourth Regiment of Foot. So. It's in celebration of that, so there's all these different locations throughout. It looks like uh, Central to... Uh, cent- it's Central. going
2: from St. John all the way up into Quebec, yeah. following the St.
1: John River. Yeah, so it's... And it's it's
2: retracing the, the, this regiment that walked from
1: St. John to somewhere in Ontario, oh. I believe. Oh, okay. They, they walked it. Yeah, so he, he posted that, or he submitted that today and i saw that i thought it was a fantastic cool uh thing it's nice to see a new challenge it's yep. great to to sort of uh promote he's been working on it for a while yeah and he he seemed pretty excited about it so he uh, i he, we might have him as a guest down the road to yeah. talk about that i think that would be i mentioned it to him that maybe in december uh he can come on and talk a little bit about that cuz i know like he, it, yeah it seems like a really really interesting idea um and it's it, it'll be nice to see another coin program in the in the province because we've got a lot. And of it's those one that
2: won't be easy to get.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's I think that's the thing I find interesting. Like I'd like to go for it myself. It's not you're not gonna just get six caches or you're gonna have to go get a bunch of different ones yeah. in you know, I don't want to say remote places, but for us, it's farther away, and for anybody that really wants to go, you're going to have to do a little bit of it's a... It's 15 out of 30 you have to get? Yeah, something like that. And there's 200 coins. <coughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's cool. Um, and the only other... Uh, I don't know if you have any caching stories from the last month. Um, no, I went out and found four. <laughs> that's about it. I, uh, I know for myself, uh, me and Evil C went out and did... A batch of uh, the Dobson Trail. It's a couple of weeks ago, and uh, this was down toward more towards Fundy. Yeah, the I was Black- going to go, but I had found those. Yeah, all. yeah, the Blackwood Lake area. Yeah, and uh, that's it. I have officially completed my the Dobson Trail. I have one left. That's about seven caches in off, off Levi Levy or Levy or Le- Levy? Levy Road. Levy Road, and it's I only I'm only missing that one because the cache was actually gone when we all hiked through there. Yeah. So now it's been replaced, and I have one little green dot in the middle of that giant line, so I have to go get that one cache. But as far as I, I have now actually gone yeah. and done the entire Dobson Trail. So uh, I'm pretty, pretty happy about that. Yeah, for sure. And the last thing I wanted to mention, because you brought it up last month, yep. was Brain Drain, and this finally got the big hit. Um, I actually went to the breakfast last month, and everybody at the breakfast went to go get Brain Drain, and uh, pick pick. Was actually the person who found it. Yep. So, credit to him if you're listening. Uh, Pick Pick was the one who found the cache. Very clever container. You haven't found it yet, have you? I haven't even gone. No. Nope. You haven't gone? Okay. So, um, very, very clever container. Definitely well hidden. And uh, definitely something that uh, you know if you're into those clever hides. Hillbilly Billy Bob was was he the first to find? Hail Billy Bob was the he first found f- it by mistake? He hit it with his cane. Yes, yes, he did, and that <laughs> that will tell you plenty. <laughs> yeah. That will tell you all kinds of things about that. So, um, and you said you just, you haven't been doing much cashing yourself, Ken? No, very little. Uh, I had coffee with Insepit this week,
2: and um, he said he had an hour and a half to kill before he had to pick up his uh, son at school. So. We went out and got, uh, we found you through the airwaves, or it used to oh, be. yeah. Anyway, we, I think there was four for me and maybe six, seven for him because I had found some of them before. Okay. And we just cleaned up Riverview area for him. and So I went out and I think I got four. Hmm. Had a DNF that I had dnf before.
1: Yeah.
2: But uh, no, that's,
1: um, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'll find them when I need them. How about yourself, Chuck? Have you been doing much caching lately?
0: Um, I've been Kind of slow the last month. I was able to get out uh, lunchtime today and find a local one. Uh, I think the only other uh, smiley I've got this month is uh, the Boston Pizza event <laughs> at the beginning. Uh, so November's been pretty slow. Um hoping once the snow is on the ground I can and the, the swamps are a bit hard, I can get out and go for a few more.
1: Cool. Um... So that, that actually will we'll, we'll segue into, since uh, Chuck's sharing his last little story here, we'll, uh, we'll jump right into uh, Ph.D. Coins. So our basic topics of the month here is really really around our special guest this month. So, uh, so Chuck, you, you run Ph.D. Coins. How about you uh, You tell us a little bit about it and how it started and the history and, and kind of what you do and, and give us a lowdown and we can kind of go from there.
0: Okay. Um, well, I started geocaching in 2007. And uh, I think the first or second cache I found had a, uh, a CF coin in it. Uh, I think it belonging to Army Al, and I really loved it, and, uh, moved around to a couple of caches before finally finding one I wanted to, to drop it in, and, um, just that coin got me, uh, thinking about, uh, all the things that could be done with a geocoin, and in 2008, I decided to, uh, have a geocoin made uh, for the uh, servicemen and women who uh, were serving in Afghanistan at the time. My sister in law had uh, just left for her second tour in Afghanistan. And so I came up with the design for the uh, ISAF CA coin for the International Security Assistance Force. And I had that done through a, a vendor in the States. And, um, you know, that really got me hooked. Um, And then I discovered Three Geeks was right around the corner from me here in Halifax. And I had a couple of designs done by them. And, you know, they footed the bill and uh, gave me a couple of coins for my own pocket. And in 2009, I decided that I wanted to do a personal coin. And I wanted to do everything right from step one contact the mint and work with them to do the design and do everything myself and that was a really steep learning curve, but I had a, a lot of people help me out with that in the Geocoin community, and it turned out to be a really good experience, and I haven't looked back from that. I've done, I think, 50 designs in the last three years since that wow. first one that I did by myself. Cool.
2: Well, I do know that you've made my favorite coin, which is the ACGA uh, five-year
0: coins. Yes. Those are my favorite. Um, That was something that I pitched to the ACGA. Um, At the time, I thought I wasn't going to step on uh, Three Geeks' toes, because they were still active at the time. And I wasn't doing any coins for local groups, uh, because they're friends of mine. I didn't want to take business away from them. But they were, at that time, deciding to get out of the business. And when I pitched it to ACGA, uh, they liked the idea and they had a contest Mm -hmm. To come up with the design, uh, which I won, and then they came to me to actually do the production of it. And I think we went through two runs. There was, was the initial run, and there were so many people who missed it or after seeing the coins decided they want one that they, we had a, a second run almost as large. So there were about 500 coins produced for that, uh, that series.
1: Wow, that's, uh, that's impressive. Pardon me?
0: I, I still get people asking if there's going to be more made.
1: But oh I really?
0: I uh, think there's enough interest to justify getting a, a third run uh, produced. But it's nice to know that people are interested in it and like the design.:
1: I can tell you that I mean, I had my my coins at the Trackables Expo in Sussex, and I had them open. And out of all the sets and all the coins that I have in mine, I mean, I don't have a lot, I have probably 20 or 30 coins. Um, <clears throat> that set got more compliments than anything else. Everybody was really like, wow, I really like that. And some said, oh, I, I've seen that set, I wish I had ordered some, and, and that kind of thing. So it's it's definitely ones that have, uh, have stood out. It
0: really doesn't make sense, though, to keep producing it since it was a fifth anniversary thing.
1: So Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah,
0: unfortunately, uh, I don't think there's going to be any more of those ones made. Um, you know, a segue into uh, the Battle Cash Contest here, I do have one set that uh, never was sold, and that's going to be one of the prizes for the Atlantic Battle Cash Contest.
1: Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so you said that there was... Um you had a big learning curve about getting the coins minted and working with them. You want, you want to talk a little bit about how what you learned and, and things that people might not know about getting coins made?
0: Sure. Um, well, first of all, all the mints are in China, and so there's a 13-hour time difference between you know, the Maritimes and um, Hong Kong. So it, it takes about... 24 hours to get a question answered. So every time I want to make a change to something, there's a a full day goes by between when I send off the request and when I see if they actually understood and uh, made the request the the way I wanted it. So communication is the biggest problem. Uh, First of all, seeing if they understand um, what elements I want and then trying to get a uh, uh, a response back in a reasonable time um, a lot of the, the people i've been working with are very good and you know geocoins are becoming more and more popular it seems so a lot of them understand what i'm talking about when i, I say a tracking number or um, you know, the, the track at geocaching.com um, text that has to be on everything and has to be correct um, other problems i've had are just the time it takes from completion, uh, from beginning to completion. Uh, Every step in the coin process is done by hand at the mints, whether it's uh, creating the die, uh, carving the master, um, every little area that has enamel in it, the enamel is put in there by somebody by hand using an eyedropper or little tweezers. Um, and then it has to be fired. The polishing is done by hand. So it, it's really an involved process. Uh, I've had people asking if, you know, if they could have a coin done in a week. And you know, I usually tell them, um, six to eight weeks I'd be more comfortable with. I was, I'm,
2: I'm
1: shocked that, that was they make good. them by hand. You still there? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I lost <laughs> yeah.
2: We thought we lost <laughs> you. There was something I want. Oh, yep. if I wanted to make a coin, is it possible just to what, what? do I have to send you? Just a JPEG of something I want, or, or what would I have to send you to get the coin made?
0: Um, just a description of what you want. Uh, I can work from a, a written description. If you have a, a picture that has a general idea of what you would like, then I can work with that. Uh, I won't work with copyrighted material, obviously, but um, if you own the rights to the artwork that you uh, would like a coin based on, then I can certainly work from that. Or, as I say, even just uh, an email with a, a description of, of what you would like. Um, we can go from there.
2: So do you do you design it yourself at home on your computer?
0: Yeah, I use... Um, the Adobe Suites, uh, primarily Illustrator, and I have a a Wacom drawing tablet that I uh, work with, and I also do uh, some stuff in Photoshop if there's going to be any uh, screen printing on the coin.
1: Now, have you had any, like, is there any, what did you have to do to get involved to be able to get the tracking codes from Groundspeak?
0: Um... To do the first coin, uh, my personal, um, all I had to do was call them up and you know say I have a design. I submitted the design. They had to approve it before I could go any further because obviously geocaching is a f- family friendly activity. They didn't want anything that their name was going to go on to that um, was suspect. Um, so any design has to be approved by uh, Groundspeak. And then I just had to say how many tracking codes I wanted, pay for it, and they sent me an email with the codes in them. Cool. Um, When I decided to open a store and start um, selling them regularly, um, then I became a uh, Groundspeak approved vendor, and that was pretty simple, too. I just had to, you know, ask to be put on the approved vendor list, and I think it took about a week, and I was approved, and... Had my name up there, so they're really very accommodating. I haven't had any issues with Groundspeak. That's good to hear. <coughs>
1: um, now, are there? I mean, are there any coins or things that you've worked on? I mean, you you talked about your first one. You talked about the ACGA. Are there any other coins that you've, you've done, either for, you know, for special projects or for other clients or for events that sort of stand out in your mind as ones that you, you really liked or that you are memorable in somehow?
0: I've done a few coins for clients. Uh, I seem to recall doing this one for uh, uh, somebody in Moncton. Uh, who could that be? Uh, <laughs> I, I think that one got good reviews the race for the cash coin yes it did
1: I can see a box of them from here yeah they're sitting right, on in, right here in my office I've got one in my hand actually
0: and uh, I've done coins for uh, clients in the Netherlands um, my wife is Dutch so I have uh, a little bit of affinity for uh, Dutch geocachers although I've never been over there myself for caching, Um, but I've designed coins for a number of uh, geocachers in the Netherlands, and the one for the 10th anniversary of geocaching in the Netherlands, I was really happy with the way it came out. The back is simply just a white disc, a disc filled with white enamel, but then I silk screened uh, blue over top of it to make it look like a Delft plate and it really came out quite sharp, and I, the, the client was quite happy with that one. Hmm. And it was a nice hefty coin, too. It was two inches across. and You know, a heavy coin feels good in the hand. It does. Yeah, it does.
1: Yeah.
2: Are there any uh, local producers, like in, in Halifax area, where you, like the wooden nickels and stuff like that?
0: Yeah, the wooden nickels are produced in Burnside by F&M Rubber Stamp. Uh, they do a great job. Uh, I've done uh, wooden coin for... Uh, Fundy this year, and I did one for the uh, Parks Nova Scotia (coughs) Challenge, Uh, and they did both those coins, and they did a fantastic job. Uh, It's really nice working with somebody local. I mean, I can just, they're on my way to work, so I can drop by and see how things are going and uh, talk with the guys there.
2: Yeah, because the city of Fredericton had pewter coins made, I believe, by somebody in Fredericton. Yeah,
0: they... It's really nice working with somebody local. It's just too expensive to produce a a minted coin in North America. Yeah. I I think there's one mint in Alaska, and I don't believe they do any enamel work. I think it's just metal.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. So it seems to be the enamel that really pushes it overseas?
0: Yeah. Since everything is done by hand, uh, it could take days for somebody to do all the little spaces on an order of 100 coins.
1: Wow, it's like, I have a hard time fathoming that all those coins are done by hand. <laughs> I never would have thought that, no. No, never. I would have thought it would have been a machine that would be producing that.
0: They've got a nice little machine that has all of the enamel powder for hard enamel or liquid for soft, but it's not computer operated, so the technician has to move the coin under the, the nozzle for the, the, the enamel to go into place.
1: Oh, wow. Hmm.
2: I wonder if, uh, like a the community college metal shop, would ever be interested in in a project. They wouldn't be the prettiest coins, but they could probably make something different, unique, and maybe cheap. You ever consider that?
0: Well, um, funny you should say uh, that. But uh, I've been looking into how to do hand struck coins, the way you know Spanish doubloons were created. And I was just wondering if it would be possible to get you know, one of the the mints over in Hong Kong to do the die for me and then ship it to me and then I can mount it some way so that I can strike my coin with a sledgehammer. And uh, I haven't gotten too far with that, but the idea is that...
2: Well, you can buy those penny presses, maybe along those lines. Of them. Yeah, you can actually press a penny and make different shapes, and you can put designs. I know people have used them to make a personal—what uh, are those things called? You throw in the cash, like a personal marker type thing.
1: Signature item. Signature item. Okay, big
2: item. Yeah, and I've seen them, and they use—you use pennies, and you run it through this press, and it deforms it and puts your pattern on a penny.
1: Hmm. I don't know how
2: that would work, but I do know the, the the community college in Moncton. My son went on a tour, and the machine shop. Gave them all a little brass plug coin with NBCC and something on it. And they were all given one and they were made there. That's where I com- thought of the idea of a school project that they could work on that kind of benefits both people. Hmm,
1: that's an interesting idea. Yeah, it'll be interesting to
0: find more info on
1: that. Yeah, for sure. It would certainly make it, if you could do it at a cost effective manner and support local, would be fantastic. Just give the yeah. Nova Scotia Community College a call and see. <laughs> I'll t- I take 50 cents a coin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, so kind of branching out just a little bit more on, on the coin stuff. So uh, your, your mm-hmm. website is it's phdcoins.ca, is that right? Correct, yeah. I'm and, on it right now. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, where would you come up with uh, Pale Horse Designs?
0: Um, back when I was in high school and just getting into uh, computer programming, I came up with that name as a lark, and it's stuck with me ever since. I've had that for 27 years now.
1: Oh, wow. It's funny
2: how so many of us are geocaching stuff. It's all from (laughs) high school or college days (laughs) or a computer kind of name. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. I'm looking at your Battle of the Atlantic coin. That's a very nice coin.
0: Yeah, I was happy with that one, uh, too. Um, My father was in the Navy for 33 years, so... um, this year I decided that the Remembrance Day coin was going to be uh, for the Navy. Um, next year is going to be Air Force, and the year after that is going to be back to Army.
2: Yeah, see, if I was in the Battle of the Atlantic, I probably would buy a coin, but I'm not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, my, my father wasn't in the Battle of the Atlantic either. Uh, thankfully, he served 33 years during relative peacetime. I don't think that's quite a feat in itself.
2: <laughs> yes, for sure. Absolutely. I, I really like the back of it. Not that there's anything wrong with the front.
0: So, um, At the back of it, I thought I was going to have problems, uh, because I know uh, when Landsharks did the CF coins, uh, they had to guarantee that it would only be purchased by uh, CF personnel. Um, but Maritime Command here in Halifax had no issue with me using the fouled Anchor uh, emblem on the coin.
1: Well, that's really nice.
0: The only problem I did have was that the Legion wouldn't allow me to use the poppy. Really? No, it's...
2: Nobody can use the poppy. Really? I did not know that. Pardon me? Nobody can use the poppy. There was a group of uh, women over here that were knitting poppies, and they were told to stop. Really? Because the Legion owns the rights to sell that.
0: Really? I did Mm -hmm. not know. Yeah, they own the rights to the combination of Remembrance and the poppy. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Hmm. Wow,
1: um, so that's sort of the world of, of your coins since we're talking about battles. Let's, uh, <laughs> let, let's kind of move on to your, to your Atlantic Battle Cash Contest. What so. a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is I, like a Battle of the Atlantic as well. <laughs> in its own way, isn't it? So I, I, I saw this on uh, one of the <laughs> Facebook groups. And uh, I thought it was a pretty neat idea, so, uh, so why don't you talk a little bit about your, your Battle Cash contest and what it's about and what you got web- to do. What's the website address for that? Uh,
0: it's actually hosted on my site, so it's phdcoins.ca slash battlecash. Okay. And I wanted to do a, uh, a winter challenge this year. Um, there's other cashers in the area who do um, challenges, for the, the metro area Halifax but I wanted to do one for uh, a broader scope and when I was looking for ideas I came across the Manitoba Geocaching Association website and in years past they had done this, Atlanta, this uh, battle cache concept and I really liked the idea of it um, so I stole it uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically the idea is um, it's the old uh, battleship game with your grid of uh, 100 squares um, marked by letters and numbers, and you have to take shots on the board to see if you can stick the uh, ships that are hidden on there by your opponent. A um, little bit of a change in, in this game is that uh, you have to find a geocache in order to take a shot. And when you find the geocache, you take the, the GC code, the, uh, um, the code for the cache, and try to make up a letter number combination out of the letters in the code to take a shot on the board. Okay. Now, not all the letters are going to be uh, represented on the board because there's only 10 uh, rows. Um, so I just chose randomly 10 numbers that are in all valid uh, geocaches. They are I um, I didn't realize this, but there are no J's. Um, there are no is it G's? there's no cues i don't think in a valid geocache code so i had to make sure that i was using letters that could actually be hit Uh, and so when you come up with this shot you uh, can go onto the website and record a shot and it'll uh start plugging shots on the board and uh Over the three months of the winter, December, January, and February, uh, anybody in Atlanta, Canada, all four provinces can try and fill their board and sink all five uh, craft.
1: Hmm. So, Uh, I was going to say, so this is what you said, December, January, February? Yes. Okay, so So have people been signing up yet?
0: Everything is going to kick off. I'm going to... Um, right now, it's in the test phase. Anybody who wants to can go in and see how it works and okay. take a shot and uh, register. Uh, but December 1st, everything is going to be wiped clean, and from that point on, for the next three months, um, any fines or hides, you can hide a cache too and record a hide as a hit. Um, but it's going to be just fines or hides during those three months. Okay. That will count towards uh, the board. Okay,
2: cool. How many people do you have in there yet,
0: so far? Right now, the forty-five people have signed up. Oh, wow, that's good. I haven't yet, but I will. And there's going to be nine prizes. Um, you know, there's going to be a draw from every everybody who successfully sinks all five ships. There's going to be a prize for the first person to fill the board. The first person to sink all five ships. Um... A random draw from everybody who sank the aircraft carrier or the submarine, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I'm also going to be having an event on March 9th. Uh, anybody is welcome to come. It's going to be, you know, themed around the event. Um, you don't have to show up at the event to win a prize. Obviously, I don't expect people from, you know, Moncton or uh, Goose Bay to show up in order to uh, pick up the prize. I will mail out all the prizes. Uh, but there's also going to be door prizes and such at the events as well.
1: Cool. Cool. And you said that's on March 9th?
0: Yep. I don't have a venue yet, but that's going to be the date.
1: Cool. Cool. And uh, what kind of feedback have you been getting from people that have been testing it out?
0: Um, well, a lot of people have been trying to break it, and <laughs> a few people have been successful so far, so I've plugged a few holes here and there. but. Uh, Everybody seems to uh, get the idea of it, and I haven't had any major problems or people who have issues with it.
1: Cool. And so this is this is um, this is obviously a custom a custom arena that's been built. So I assume that you're. Uh, I, I heard you mention about computer programming. I assume you're a programmer by trade.
0: Uh, I used to be, uh, and I still dabble quite a bit. I, I designed my whole website myself. Um, I use you know html and cold fusion uh, java and javascript here and there uh, but yeah i like to do all my own prog- programming rather than uh, grab the off the shelf stuff
2: cool. i'm a wordpress guy so i like <laughs> the off the shelf stuff
1: <laughs> <laughs> i uh yeah i used to be i used to be a developer many many moons ago and i i, I know and i mean i still delve into it from time to time having to do stuff with cashub nb and working with uh, evil C and ken here but I uh, I'm no I'm nowhere near what uh, what I was at one at one time. I
2: graduated from computer programming in 91 and I never did a lick
1: of it outside <laughs> of school. So cool. Well, so I I you know, I I'll have to definitely check it out. I, I made a note of it on my on my own little notes here to check it out. I haven't had a chance to. Do we have to, a
2: post to, on CashUp specific to this? No, I don't think okay, we, we will. I,
1: I think what we'll do, yeah, we'll definitely put a news item up for you, Chuck, to kind of talk about this because, I mean, it's for all of Atlantic Canada. So we yeah. tend to focus on New Brunswick, and, and New Brunswick's part of that. So we'll, uh, we'll uh, put something up there. If you wanted to put together some notes and info about it and you want to send it along our way, uh, we can uh, we can put it together and uh, we'll put a little item out there and definitely send some of our readers your way. We should be
2: able to steal enough off the website to get a good post yeah. up.
1: Yeah, I think probably. So. Yeah,
0: that would be great. I'll send something off uh, yeah. more the merrier. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then we'll certainly put a link to it and uh, so people know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, cuz I know that I mean, people are going to be, you know, in New Brunswick the come out and play is a big thing. Like that's that's the big thing we've been doing the last few years, but I know I know some people aren't you know, some people aren't into into the competitiveness of this because there's a certain there's a certain you know yeah. you're getting scored, you're doing this. I think your contest is it's it's unique enough that you know you're you're still competing in a sense, but there's a little bit more of a randomness to it. I think because uh, you know you have no idea. It's just like playing the real game of Battleship. You you really don't know where the opponent actually is. Well, it's the come out and play contest, you
2: specifically have to go out looking for caches. To fit the requirements. Of yeah. What you need. This one here, you could go out and find ten caches a day come back and see which ones you can use. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you can use eight of them. You use eight of them.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's the the interesting thing here is because you're both contests appeal to different groups because some people, you know, yeah. you have the big tasks and all the different things, and some people really really like that, and some people might not be so interested in it. So maybe this is something else that uh, that they'd be uh, more interested in trying. So. I always think the more the more there is to do in the winter time, the better because people tend to want to hibernate and not go anywhere. Caching in the winter is the best.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm the opposite. Winter is my best time for caching.
1: Yeah, I
2: really enjoy the
0: winter. Yeah.
1: See, now I I tend to hibernate. I I do very yeah. little caching in the winter unless it's unless I have a specific you know goal or there's a particular trail or something I really want to do. You know I've done the ice walk a couple of times, but I, yeah. I I've got all the uh, caches on Chediac Island, so I don't plan on going back there again.
2: Fall is my slow period because of hunting, and then between hunting and, and working a little bit of extra overtime for Christmas money, I don't get out much in the fall. <laughs> Plus, I've been, I'm a scout leader, so we start our scouting in the fall, so we're really busy doing stuff, so fall
1: is definitely my slow period. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, so, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully we can send some, uh, some participants over to you to give you... Uh, some more people to uh, try that out, and I'll definitely make note of uh, March ninth for the uh, for your event. So we'll keep uh, an eye out for when when you finally get a venue and it gets published. We'll uh, we'll definitely make sure that that's uh, you know notable for folks. Yeah, because we normally try yeah, to. that be great.
0: I like to get the the numbers up and show that we've got a lot of people interested because I am trying to attract some sponsors for the the, the prizes, and oh. I think if I can show that we've got people participating in, they're going to be more interested in. Uh, uh, donating uh, prizes, uh, you know, to get their advertising out there.
1: Absolutely. You were going to say something, Ken?
2: Yeah, well, normally we, we stick to New Brunswick stuff here, but this is something that interests New Brunswick cashers. Yeah. Even though, and it's not really a a non-New Brunswick thing. It's, no, it's its Atlantic. Canada. It's Atlanta, it's Atlanta Canada, Canada thing. Yeah. So, like, stuff like that, and uh, usually the spring kickoff down at Curly's, we do a little bit of a talk about that, because it's a... Uh, a fairly big event and it's a good time yeah so we do uh, and we share PEI stuff as well once in a while yeah because it affects cashers or it's probably of interest to us
1: yeah and then there's you know we'll just if if I'm traveling I'm talking about different places I've gone and we've you know you've done some other stuff so I mean mm-hmm. there's always there's always room for it and I mean we are New Brunswick cashers so it's, yeah it's good so cool yeah so uh, really excited to see what what comes out of all contests this this particular winter yeah. season um, and, you know, it's nice to see something else. I'm, I'm glad to see, you know, I, I don't tend to hear a lot about what goes on in Nova Scotia other than Curly's. And I know I hear about the Kedgey stuff from ACGA quite a bit um, and some of those challenges. But I'm, I'm glad to see that, uh, glad to see something cool and different and unique coming up from there. Oh, thanks a lot. All right. Um, so uh, we're, we're winding down here a little bit. So uh, what are we at? How long have we been, uh, I don't know, how long have we been gabbing here? We're probably near our fifty-five minutes. Yeah, we're, we're coming right up, We're right on time here. Right on. So, uh, just going to uh, mention a couple of things with regards to upcoming events in the province of New Brunswick for geocaching. So, as always, um, there's the round of breakfast. Yep. All right, so you can expect uh, breakfast St. John, Fredericton, St. John, no, St. Stephen, St. Stephen, Moncton. You know. Every Sunday. <laughs> Every Sunday in the month, there's a breakfast somewhere in the province. Um, the twelve 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 events are coming up, so that'll be the the last one of those style events for a considerable amount of time. You know today's palindrome day, is it? What's today? Twenty one eleven twelve. Oh uh, yeah 11, yeah. 11, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah there
2: you go. Palindrome day today. Well maybe we should have had an event for that. <laughs> yeah. And
1: it's one month to the end of the world. Yes, it's right. That's right. So much for this contest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the end, the end is coming soon, right? Um, we've got the, I, we already mentioned this, but I'll bring it up again just to quickly remind folks. Uh, come out and play launch events. So Moncton, St. John, Fredericton, Shippigan, and Woodstock. Um, if you have a chance and you're interested in the come out and play contest, this is the place to go. Um, they're all going to have all the tasks, the rules, all the things you need to know. Um, you know, every, every host is going to do it slightly different. I know what I did last year. Uh, hoping for a good turnout. We we filled Pizza Delight last year. We had we, no we <laughs> overflowed it. <laughs> yeah, I think they they were I was shocked. I did not expect that kind of crowd that we got last year. Um but uh yeah, we 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 really overflowed uh Pizza Delight. Um so if you are in New Brunswick in in the winter months and you're you're curious, uh definitely check your geocaching calendar for the weekend of December 1st and 2nd cuz lots of events going on there. Um, and then two Cache Up New Brunswick events to kind of round out the month. Yeah. We've got the uh, Where I Go 101. So I did this event like a year ago, I think. Yeah. Maybe maybe longer. Yeah. Um, so it's basically a, everything you ever wanted to know about Where I Go geocaching. So that includes finding a Where I Go and how to play a Where I Go cartridge and using it on your GPS or your mobile phone, um, as well as creating them. So, I'll go through the process of actually creating, I have a, a mock one called, like, going to a, the concert hall, I think it's called, where you have to go in and buy tickets yeah. and go see the, the show or whatever, and it, it talks about I'm, that.
2: I'm considering making one for your event, I'll let you know soon.
1: Yeah? I, I'm going to make it right
2: around where the event is, like you did last time. Well,
1: if if you want to, because I
2: was thinking the same thing, because... I, I have an idea for one that I'd like to make there, so we'll talk, maybe we'll, okay. maybe we'll get together to build it.
1: Okay, that would be cool. Um... Yeah, cuz I did the uh, I did the I can't find my keys. I can't find my keys where I go, which we all did that evening. Yeah. We all walked around the Sobeys <laughs> parking lot together looking for uh, looking for our uh, lost keys. Yeah, our virtual keys that were lost in the parking lot. Um, so that's uh, where I go 101. So if you're curious about where I go, head on out to the Riverview Fire Hall on December 31st. 30th. Oh, 30th. It's at the, the last the last Saturday of the month yep. in December, and we already talked about this one, but just one more reminder, which was the holiday giveaway event. So, Cache New Brunswick, Ken mentioned it. We're doing this on the eighth. Yep. The eighth of December. That's our uh, our event where we're gonna pig out on dessert and uh, pop some balloons with darts, and hopefully not hit anybody with them.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll have
1: to watch uh, watch some of the wilder geocachers. <laughs> You know, giving them uh, giving them artillery and saying throw it, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a recipe for uh, trouble right there. Um, anything that you uh, want to round off with, uh, round out with? No, I'm round enough. <laughs> You're round enough.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, any other uh, final comments from you, Chuck, before we uh, we
0: sign off for the night? Oh, I don't think so. i just had a blast tonight. Uh, thanks for inviting me, guys.
1: Oh, well, no problem. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming. Um really really appreciate the uh learning about PHD coins and uh, the Battle Cash contests uh really really cool to hear about. Um the only uh last thing I will mention uh just this is closing so next month we'll we'll see what happens in December, you know. Um, but uh as far as uh just last little closing comments, I did want to make one mention of something else uh because it it went through yesterday, day before. Um so I've I made a little bit of hint on this on the Facebook page for Cash Up New Brunswick. Um, we have a, a new feature that's going to get launched. I'm we're pretty sure it's going to happen this weekend um, on the website. And I could have probably put this in news, but I'll just close off because this is a this is not big but big at the same time. Um, yeah, the, what we're going to be able to do is you're going to be able to log into Cash Up New Brunswick using your Geocaching.com login. So you if you are a brand new user and you're curious about what the website is and you know we you can't comment or post anything on there unless you're registered you don't have to have another username and another password and another you know set of uh, username password combination to try and remember you can just log in using your geocaching.com credentials and it automatically sets you up on the uh, on the website um, and anybody that already has a cache up account when you log in using your gc account it links the two so all your old posts and comments and all that stuff is all preserved. It's all there. Um, I'm pretty excited about it because it's it's going to simplify people coming to the website if they want to participate. They don't have to go through this registration process anymore. Everybody that's a geocacher has a geocaching.com account so you can just log right in. Um, it makes use of the geocaching live API which we've been leveraging for uh, things like the hovers. Um, and. Because you'll be able to log in with your account now we'll be able to give you a little bit more data, so the hovers will also be improved, so you'll see if you are a premium member, you get certain extra features in your hovers. if you're just a regular uh non premium member from geocaching, you get the same hovers um and that's going to give us the ability to add a lot of other cool little features that we were thinking about adding into uh into Cash New Brunswick uh, but we can't do unless unless you're logged in with your own credentials so um, I we really wanted to launch that with the mega uh, that was kinda of the idea we we worked on that but there was some issues with our uh, on the back end with ground speak they had some uh, little issues with our keys and stuff so that that's been resolved I tested it three or four times on our our test site Where is this? and uh, and it seems to be working good. So. It was working for the, for the mega website. It was just, working. Just the wording wasn't correct. <laughs> yeah, you, if you've ever used the uh, API features in GSAC, the first time you ever had to use it, you had to authenticate against yes. uh, geocaching.com, and you get this prompt, and it says, GSAC wants, you know, yeah. written by so-and-so, wants to use your account, blah, blah, blah. The message you were getting was totally wrong, yeah. um, and then it sends you an email. And the email was really lengthy, and it had nothing to do with what we were trying to accomplish. And every time you logged in, it's, it emailed you. Yeah, so that part doesn't change. Oh, really? That is, that is the way it's done. So if you log in using your credentials, you want to check that little remember me. Yes. Because it'll hold the cookie, and you won't have to log in again. Um, but if you do log out and log back in, you're going to get that message. GroundSpeak does that to just warn you that, hey, look... Someone's using you. Know, somebody is logging in as you, so you know that. Yeah. It's the same thing when you log in with Facebook or exactly, you use yeah. uh, ID with uh, your Google account and things like that. Um, but really interested because <clears throat> me and Evil Steve have had some interesting conversations about stuff that we can add once this is in place. Yeah. And it's going to help vastly with the contest. So for come out and play, you will have to register using your GC account. Yeah. Um, and that way we can track your stats and it's easier for people to register and all kinds of cool stuff there. So really looking forward to seeing that. You should see that within, well, I'd, I'd say this weekend, but we'll say within a week or so. With that, I'd like to thank Chuck for uh, coming out tonight. Uh, really appreciate it. All the way from uh, Halifax via the magic of teleconferencing. And uh Thank thanks again for coming out Chuck, really
0: appreciate it. And uh yeah, No, go ahead. <laughs> no, no. Uh thanks guys. Uh really enjoyed it.
1: Cool. All right. Well, I guess Yeah, that's it for me. That's it for us. So, uh we'll uh, sign off for now and uh we'll see you next month in December.